So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And if you haven't already, I want to encourage you to join our Facebook community of men from around the world pursuing freedom from porn addiction. If you are tired of the internet filters, you're tired of doing this alone, and you know that it's time to get free of this once and for all, the Facebook group is just a place for you to get community and connection. And as we know, and as the research has revealed, the opposite of addiction is not sobriety, it is connection. And so it's an easy way for you to do that. No barrier to entry, just a couple questions to fill out uh, once you hit the apply button or the join group button or whatever it is. And the link is in the show notes. Our group is called Deep Clean Inner Circle. And we'd love to see you there. We're doing weekly, uh, monthly trainings, pardon me. And of course, you have a whole host of guys as well that you can lean on and get some help with. Um, Now today we are talking about how to hear the still small voice of God. This episode is inspired by our community. Our community, uh, we have a, uh, I mean, a whole host of guys now that are that are going through our program on a regular basis. And what inspires a lot of the podcast content is the the subjects that they bring up in our coaching calls. You know, we love to just hear about what they're asking. Where are the issues that guys are running into challenges? And then how can we help them? And so uh, the idea of uh, doing this podcast in the first place is really because of my guys, you know, the guys that are in our group. Um, but then secondly, the the other element of it, I guess, is we, we figure that if they're asking these questions, then you might be as well. And so today's episode is about a question that came up, and it's about how to hear the still small voice of God. Now, you might be wondering, what on earth does this have to do with recovery? And if that's the case, I encourage you to go back into the archives a little bit. We uh, we did a couple episodes about journaling, and I believe it was episode 343, titled, Why Journaling Literally Changes Lives. And um, that was actually the correct use of literally, as opposed to yesterday where I totally botched it. Um, journaling literally changes lives. In the sense that um, that we we really believe that is probably the easiest way for you to cultivate self awareness, and it becomes a vital tool when guys go through our system through the other two pillars. Uh, our first being cultivate self awareness, and then healing of the heart and establishing your identity. And part of what makes journaling so valuable is that this is where we find God speaks in positive, loving, and encouraging ways to our guys on a regular basis, provided that they're actually making the time and the effort to journal. And so hearing the still small voice of God is is a really important part of that. And I would encourage you to go back and listen to episode 343 if you want to understand our our philosophy and even just the nuts and bolts. We we don't um, we don't save the nuts and bolts for our paying clients, just so you know. You can go back through our episodes on journaling and you can learn our system inside out. Uh, we don't believe in being stingy about information that's going to help people recover. So lots of ways for you to do that um, and grow in it. But what we're talking about today is a very specific part of journaling. So journaling is two parts. It is expression, where you are conveying the inner areas of your life, the, the thoughts, the beliefs, the feelings, 
uh, you're you're maybe pontificating the events and the um, happenings of your day. Maybe there's something that stood out to you, something exciting, something upsetting, something in between. Journaling is a place for you to start articulating those things in a way that is appropriate, where we are not um, rambling, we are not um, slandering, we're not uh, ranting. We are really just trying to get as much clarity as possible on how we're feeling. And it can be a little bit messy. It doesn't have to be perfectly succinct and organized into some sort of written structure. But the point is our, our focus and our goal with journaling is that everything we write serves the purpose of us getting clarity on our inner life. After the expression element is complete, then the second part of journaling is reflection. And what we encourage guys to do, when, especially when they're starting, is to put the pen down. Literally put the pen down, relax your shoulders, take a deep breath in, and start to reflect on what you've written. And one of the best ways to do this is by asking questions. And this is the segue into uh, a more direct answer, which is how do you hear the still small voice of God? Well, probably the first thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to ask questions. So for example, I open up my journal, I write about you know the difficult day I had, um, so-and-so said this, it really upset me, uh, I'm still thinking about it, the way that they made me feel in that conversation or the way that I felt in that conversation uh, reminded me of how I felt when I was a kid. And my one of my siblings used to say something like that to me, you know, as an example. So what I will then typically do once I have kind of at least started to label some emotions, started to, you know, be able to trace things back a little bit maybe and articulate, my, my next step then is to ask myself or to ask or rather of God, what do you think? And I will literally write on the pages, what do you think? And I put a little, um, a little hash, hash mark, not a hashtag, a hash mark, just to indicate that the voice is changing. And I put the pen down. And like I said, I just start to listen in that place of quiet and stillness. Now, people will tell you that, you know, when you want to hear the still small voice of God, you should be in a quiet environment and you should have music playing at, you know, 440 hertz, preferably in the key of A. And if there's a nice, gentle, cool breeze that you could somehow orchestrate, that would be amazing. And, um, you know, like if you can maybe hire just a small choir to sing Handel's Messiah, that would be amazing because then it would really set the atmosphere for you to hear God's voice well. Hopefully you can tell how ridiculous I'm being. Um, the the point I'm, I'm making is... I don't think that's true. I don't think that you necessarily need to be in any kind of um, like particular environment because the reality is life is busy. And while you should have those moments of quiet stillness where you can really tune in and hear God, you know, honestly, um, it's actually just as important that you can hear that still small voice when you're on the run and life is busy and chaotic. And the, the people who really are able to cultivate that meaningful relationship with God are not just the morning, quiet time journalers. It's the people who are able to tune into his voice on demand at like whenever they need it, so to speak, or whenever they're able to, regardless of circumstance or situation. And you do run into blockages along the way, and it's it's not this perfect kind of thing. But the, the better you get at that, um, the more the more regularly you'll be able to tune in. Um but all is to say, um, I, <laughs> I'm getting a little ranty here, all is to say that you want to make sure that you're asking God questions. Now, the reason we do this is because asking God questions, it it moves his heart. 
The same way that if you, like you could just listen to me share my thoughts on this podcast. We could just do that all day. And I could say, yeah, you know, you should think about this and here's a paper and, you know, here's some other thoughts that I've had lately and da 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 And I can keep sharing thoughts. But you'll notice that every once in a while in these episodes, right, it, sometimes in the middle, sometimes at the end, I drop a question. I'd say, well, so what are you going to do? All right, you know, you have these two options. Which which of these areas do you need more improvement in? That's something I just did recently on the podcast. So a question changes the the onus. When I'm talking, it's all on me, right? And you listen. But when I ask a question, my part's over and now I listen. So asking a question does two things. It it does it gives God a, a chance to speak and it also allows you a chance to hear. And we need both in the equation for this to work well. Now, the second thing is you do need to start paying attention to your thoughts. So it is often the still small voice sounds so much like the like our own voice in our head. And this is where people get really skeptical. They're like, okay, Cynthia, you had me but now you're talking about some kind of foolishness. Like, what is this? What do you mean like my voice and God's voice are the same? Well, God, God in his brilliance decided that rather than speaking audibly, um, because that would be a little bit strange, uh, although some, there are some people, I mean, my father-in-law hears God's voice audibly. Uh, I'm in, insanely jealous of that. But if you, <laughs> the, the brilliance of God speaking through that voice in our head is that his voice starts to become unbelievably familiar. When you're starting out, you think, why would you do it that way? That makes it so much harder. But when you've been doing it for years, you realize the brilliance of it because it means that his voice and and the voice in my own head begin to align so much so that my regular thinking is actually much closer to God's thoughts than it was when I first started out. That's the beauty of it. And this small voice in our head, this inner voice is what drives a lot of our thinking and a lot of our behavior anyway, so we might as well have it shaped and formed by the living God himself. So you ask questions and then you start paying attention to those thoughts. And what's really cool, guys, is when you do this, you're going to start to hear things and have thoughts that you could have never come up with on your own. And that is one of the best indicators that you are hearing God's voice. You know, for me, the the voice of God these days is often just encouraging. Um, I find that that God is like a, a big cheerleader, and you might feel that from me sometimes in these episodes that I'm like I'm in your corner and I'm cheering you on. You know, these are words that I will literally use often at the end of a podcast. And one of the reasons that I have this kind of um, diligence in encouraging you is because I myself am being encouraged by God Himself on a very regular basis. What you will find is that the thoughts that start to enter are going to be insightful, they're going to be loving, they're going to be encouraging, and they're going to be corrective. And if if they have any of these qualities, you can probably be pretty confident that you're hearing God or hearing a semblance of God. What do I mean by semblance of God? Well, sometimes God's voice can get, can be distorted by things in our lives, by unbelief and whatever else. And I'm not going to go too far into that. But this is this is the real meat of hearing God's voice. This is this is the part you have to understand is you have to be willing to take a chance on those thoughts. Now you might be saying Sathya, you're absolutely crazy. There's there's no way I'm doing this because I think my thoughts all the time and I don't I don't believe you. I don't believe that that that's God or that God could even talk to me that way. Let me ask you this. Have you tried it? 
Matt, see what I did there? Threw in a little question. Have you tried it? Because if you haven't tried it, then what exactly do you have to lose? Worst case scenario is you you return back to where you are right now, which is just being skeptical about what I'm teaching. And, uh, you know, I got this a lot. I, this used to be my specialty. You know, when I was a local church pastor, um, I would speak around my region and sometimes beyond that, teaching people how to hear God's voice. So these are the kinds of things that questions that we would get. And rightfully so. I understand the skepticism because I was the biggest skeptic myself. You know, I learned this stuff when I was studying biology in university where you're just taught to be skeptical of everything, critical thinking, you know, all that kind of stuff. And this was so polar opposite. But hearing the still small voice of God is um, is often that simple. And you cannot afford to just ask the question and get a couple thoughts and then say, ah, I don't think that was God. What you must then do is our final step, which is respond to it. You have to act on it. And this is where you get to really test whether or not you heard God's voice. First John 4 talks about testing the spirits. The spirit is, um, it, what, what he means by that principally is we are talking about evaluating the source or the thing that was behind the revelation, the, the prophetic word or the prayer or the teaching or whatever it might be. We are to test the spirit. We are to, to evaluate if this thing was truly from God, then in our testing, it should become apparent. And you get to do the same thing. If God told you to do something or God encouraged you in a certain way and it bears fruit, then we can be pretty confident that you probably heard from God. That would be a good test is, does it bear fruit? And if it doesn't bear fruit, then maybe, maybe you didn't. So you can, you can kind of see, this is, this is not always easy, but the guys that do the best with our system for journaling are the guys who are willing to write down whatever it is that comes to mind, even if they're not sure whether it's them or whether it's God, they just write it down, they just do it anyway. And then they respond. If there's any kind of response, maybe it's it's a dialogue. So I ask God, what do you think about this? You know, what do you think about my little anger rant or my little tangent? And, you know, God writes me back and he's like, okay, Cynthia, well, I can see why you're upset. I totally understand. But actually, you're being a little bit childish right now. And, um, and actually, you're completely in the wrong. Something that God has spoken to me before, right? He can be corrective in this. So again, is that fruitful? Well, yeah. It, it, we're, not, we're not testing it by, is it like positive and does it make me feel good? But is it fruitful? Of course, that's going to make me a better person. That's going to bring clarity to the situation. It's going to bring restoration to the relationship that is struggling in you know whatever the scenario may, might be. So all is to say, guys, is um, is it takes some bravery, takes some boldness. But as you start to um, try, you will find that like any muscle, it gets stronger with time. And for me now, you know, having been clean six and a half years, I can't imagine my life. I can't imagine going a day without hearing the voice of God. I talk to him every single day and you guys can do the same. So look, we'll put a link to the in the show notes to our episode on journaling, um, episode 343 it is. And so we'll make sure that you have a link there if you want to go explore that. And honestly, that episode in conjunction with this one would actually be a great combination of information for you to get started and to further your recovery journey, to further your connection with God, and to become the person that God made you to be. That's what this is all about at the end of the the day. So I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to invite you to join Deep Clean Inner Circle as well, our free private Facebook community. If you haven't already, link is in the show notes. 
but it's a place for you to build community. It's a place for you to, to experience more connection with others. And hey, maybe you're like, I don't have anybody in my life that I can even run this stuff by, like hearing God's voice. Well, Deep Clean Inner Circle could be uh, the perfect place for you to do that and to get a little bit a little bit of feedback from our guys as you go through it. So much love to all of you. Thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.